Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chat. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson, and joined with me, as always, is my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, brother, on this beautiful Tuesday? Doing well, how about yourself? Not bad, brother. It's the last day of summer. Tomorrow is the official first day of fall. It's a little bit chilly in the mornings, but man, it's 28 degrees out here. It feels like a summer day. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it, it's, uh, I, I'm wearing a thin jacket now, but I still refuse to wear pants. I'm still in shorts. Um, Wait, well, you can. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. But hey, before anything else, uh, our numbers have gone up a little bit. So I want to say thank you to all our new subscribers uh, for joining us on this beautiful journey called Samp and Chance. Um, again, everyone who's new to the show, please like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, it just it would mean the world to us. Guys, like I mentioned last week, our Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter were hacked, unfortunately. So I have gone ahead and created new TikTok and um, Instagram accounts. So it's Samp, S-A-M-P, and A-N-D, and Chance, C-H-A-N-C-E, all one word, those are, our, those are our new TikTok and Instagram accounts, and I have not gone around to Twitter yet. I will get to it eventually. Uh, we have new equipment. We have, um, you know, we've invested a little bit of money into the show here. Both Chance and I have picked up new computers and um, new audio equipment. So we're in this for the long haul. So uh, yeah. we're just getting started. So bear with us as we try to figure out all this new stuff and new gear. And uh, yeah, Chance, WWE is coming to Vancouver. You're missing it by two days, but you will be there for Monday Night Raw. How do you feel about that, man? I'm looking forward to Raw. It's my kids. I've never been to a Raw before, actually. I've, only, I've been to WrestleMania and SummerSlams and house shows, and I've been to NXT, but I've never been to a Raw, so it should be fun. My kid's super excited. His first WWE show, so he wants to go to the house show, but we're flying out that morning, so that's not possible, but it should be fun. Are you excited for the house show with Perry Legal? Yeah, definitely. Uh, he reached out to me and he said he had bought a group of tickets. I'm thinking, shit, why would you buy 12 tickets? That's what I'm thinking of myself. But I took three off his hands. I'm going to take Little Miss Miss. It's going to be her first WWE show. It's cool. a house show, mind you. But uh, it's I'm still sure... pretty good, though. It's still the WWE. No, it's 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 uh, for what I understand right now, you're probably going to get Seth versus Matt Riddle. You're going to get uh, Bianca, Asuka, and... Um, What's her name? Alexa Bliss against uh, Bailey and uh, Kai and Ty, <laughs> Kai and Sky, and um, I don't know what the rest of the card looks like, but I think it's going to be a raw, you know, based promotion. So that's pretty good. Big... If you're getting Seth and Riddle for a main event, that's pretty good for our show. Well, Bobby Lashley's going to be there too. Cool. So she's a big fan of the Lashley. So, you know, that's going to be kind of interesting to see for her as well. So I'm really excited. She's gone to a couple indie shows now and she's really enjoyed it. She has no clue that the show's coming up, but I probably just destroyed the surprise by talking about it here because she listens to the show. So I got to keep her off the podcast for the rest of this week. Um, well, she's going to have a lot of fun and enjoy it. The indies I, are yeah. good, but this is the big leagues. It's a big difference, so. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to disagree with you here, my friend. I, I think that both shows are awesome, but indie shows have that little more intimate factor. Like, you know, well, I'm not great. saying they're both not awesome, but it's like you can go watch the AHL, watch the NHL. There's a difference in level of quality, production, athleticism. No, hundred percent. But to a little kid, wrestling is wrestling, right? 
No, I get it. I get it. And, and that's the kind of way I'm kind of looking at it. Like when I've taken her to the couple of house shows that she has gone to, or sorry, indie shows that she has gone out here to see with me. Um, she she she's just kind of wide eyed and being able to meet the performers and. No, oh, yeah, no, I'm not knocking any wrestling at all. But there's. I'm, I'm not. I'm right? not saying you are. No, I'm not saying that you but, are. I'm just kind of showing it from the kind of perspective I'm seeing it. Right. Like I'm not disagreeing mm -hmm. with you. Absolutely, there's level production, even a house show. Is yeah, everything, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the best, yeah. The best. No, no, for sure, right? So I, I mean, I get that all entirely. Yeah. But uh, we're getting to extreme rules here, my friend. So raw last night. Did you watch? I did. I, well, I watched it this morning because football was on. But yeah, I watched it all this morning. Was uh, decent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What stood out for you? Um, to be honest, man, I think the opening match was probably the best highlight of the night for me. Uh, Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth, Seth is just separating himself, man. He, he's just an entirely different level i mean he in is. terms of in-ring ability and whatnot i don't think anyone can touch him right now that's just no. my opinion and i agree I, i'm with you on that nobody can and looks wise too he's always got interesting uh ring gear and out, outlandish outfits to wear to the ring for promos i mean well right now i feel that he's the only guy who can compete against a lashley or reigns or lesnar like for a smaller guy yeah, I agree with that. You know, he's the only one who seems to make it look realistic to the point where you're like, okay, yeah, I can understand how he's getting the upper hand. I mean, most guys, these these three top guys that I announced or talked, you know, mentioned right now, they're all kind of like, you know, bigger than everything. And, and no one really stands a chance. I mean, Drew McIntyre, I would probably put up there as well because he does have that victory over, over, um, Brock as well, so to speak, right? But he's a big guy. That's not the point. The point being is for a guy who's 6'1", 220, to handle his business against these juggernauts. Yeah, these guys and, are larger than life. Right? And to make it look convincing, where everyone else seems to stumble or, or has a harder time, you know, he takes his licks, but he hands them out as well. One example of that last night was the buckle bomb that he delivered to Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that was a sweet move. You know, like, I mean, the end came as the end came. I get it. You want to keep Lashley strong, too, and that's the best way. You don't hurt, you don't hurt, um, you don't hurt Seth in any way whatsoever by doing so, you know. Yeah. But, but I mean, it, it's just, it, it was good. I mean, Raw was pretty decent from that perspective. Uh, you know, it, yeah. And then the rest of the show was just kind of the rest of the show to me. I mean, you had... It's hard to make every show so good and so exciting. When you do so many shows, it's hard to keep everyone fresh and new, right? It's yeah, a tough job. For sure, for sure. You had Kevin Owens again, Austin Theory in this, in, on this card as well. Pretty decent fight, man. I mean, I liked what match. I saw. And you know what I noticed? Kevin Owens has lost some weight, my friend. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's getting a little slender. But I mean, his facial expressions are just amazing. You know, he's kind of... And like, for a big guy, he moves pretty good. Honestly. He does. I, I, Dude, speaking of that, I know they did it in slow motion, but come on, man. Credit where credit is due. That backflip that he did off the top rope, just that... The yeah, he jumped he, on the second rope to the top and did that. That was well done. But the way he extended himself in midair, like, just to have that form for a big man, to yeah. hold that in zero gravity as you're coming down, well done. Yeah, it was well done. Right, he cut an amazing promo last week, and he he just, I mean, in real time it looks what it looks like, but when you slow it down and look at what he actually did, that was a sick move. I don't know what they're planning for him 
But, you know, Triple H is giving him a lot of rope right now. So something's got to give here. He's had a pretty good year. He main event WrestleMania. Now he's doing this. So, yeah, he took a little bit of time off, but he came back, um, you know. But the match basically ended with Gargano coming in down to the ringside and kind of interfering or not and distracting him. And, uh, you know, that was basically how Owens won the match, which is fine. It doesn't hurt Austin Theory in any way. It's kind of building up to him and Gargano, which should probably be the likely match coming out of all of this for him. That kind of leaves Owen in the dust. Over. Like, where's Owen going from here? Are he kind of jumping from scenario to scenario? I don't know what they're planning with him or what they're going to do with him, but I don't know, man. They're Maybe a triple threat match with all three of those guys? Well, possibly, man. Possibly. Uh, Maybe Riddle. somebody's coming back and he's going to have a program with them that we don't know about. Yeah, possibly, man. There's so many different options here. Uh, brawling brutes against the street profits. Uh, pretty good match. I think the brawling brutes are supposed to be they almost kind of turned face here a little bit, right? Seems like bit. it, but they're going against the face tag team and the profits, who I think would be amazing heels. Profits would be good. I hope they break up and Montez Ford goes solo because uh, he's that good. No, he is that good. It just sucks though when you have that. One has to be a Marty Jannetty, doesn't they? Yeah, that's going to be Angelo Dawkins. He's very talented too. For a no, big he's man. good too, but he's not on the level of Montez, right? Yeah, we'll see, but, man. Let's see. Like I said, I'm not saying he's not, but you know, it's kind of hard to kind of. I'll tell you my least favorite part about Raw hmm. was that Dexter Loomis segment with him is I, I almost find like you know Undertaker and Kane. Those guys are scary because they're huge. They got that monster, but to me, Dexter Loomis comes off as like a, a creepy pervert weirdo kind of vibe that he gives me not i'm not like a scary like this guy could beat you up in a back alley he's like the pervert in the bush and i don't know i just don't don't like it i don't know what do you think of it i i i like the character but then again i've been following dexter loomis from nxt yeah so when he was there um no, I, i'm not know. saying he's not a talented guy he's pulling no, up i just no. don't like that weird no creepy I, I get it character. then you know what brother he's selling it then he then he's working no it's not even that it's like it's just like i don't even know like He's not even scary. It's just like, oh, this guy's just a weirdo. Like, it's, I don't know. That's not a thing I'm into, I guess. Yeah, fair enough, man. I mean, give it some time. Let's see where they develop it and how it kind of keeps going here. But uh, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think it was uh, it was a pretty interesting segment. I mean, with the whole knife and everything as well, kind of cutting yeah. through the pre-cut, um, the pre-cut paper or the pre-cut ring. So, I mean, yeah, I see that, yeah. like, I see what they're doing. I, I understand it, you know, but I don't, I don't know what the payoff is going to be. Like Dexter's Not never sure. talked, even in NXT, he never talked. Yeah. You know, he kind of reminds me of a jacked up stone cold, his look, his face. Yeah. Like it was a blonde hair sort of. Yeah. Right. They're going to have a match and then he'll, he'll beat Miz. Well, I mean, he'd have to initially. Right. But I mean, with Tommaso there as well, that that's, I think the, um, I, I think that that would be the the breaking point for it all. Maybe. That's what I think, anyways. I don't know. What do you What are you thinking? What do you think the payoff for that will be? Yeah, I think I think Dex is going to get the win over Miz. Yeah. They're building it up, you know, making Miz scared, running around like, and he's not even a scary guy because not like he's a physical, imposing figure like Kane or Undertaker. He's an average sized guy, and he's. They're making him so scary and about the same size as Miz. He may be a little bigger than Miz, but just I don't know. I just think it's kind of cheesy to be honest. Well, they've done this segment where he was at his house and playing with his kids' toys, and I can understand that where you might get that kind of weirdness feeling from it and whatnot. I yeah. get it. But I mean, 
It's a WWE imposing figure. Like you'd be even scared of this guy breaking into your house. Like it was Kane Arthur. Oh my god, these are monsters. This guy's just like a, a regular looking Joe. It's just kind of like I don't know. I think he's not believable. I should say is the word I'm thinking. Well, I mean, it's a matter of opinion. I, I'm enjoying what Dexter's done so far. I'm having yeah. fun with it. But then again, like I said, let's see where they build to. Let's see where they go with this, right? I mean, something's got to give eventually. I don't know how many times you can keep kidnapping. Like, okay, first off, why would the Miz have him on the fucking show if he's scared of him? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Right? I mean, let's just start right there. But then, again, who knows? Let's see where they go with it. And what, when, what makes Dexter so scary? This is the part I don't get. What's scary about the guy? I think it's just the fact that he doesn't talk and the fact that he never blinks and he's just kind of Dexter Loomis, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's just kind of shadowy kind of character who just kind of shows up. And I mean, what man in his right mind would be able to carry away another man with such ease as you did to the miss? Yeah, I guess, but right, just, like to, I don't know. This is not a very physical guy. It just doesn't seem scary or intimidating at all to me. So I find it hard to believe. But yeah, give it time. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens there. But the rest of Raw, quickly here, then you basically had um, do, 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 the Alpha Academy, Finn Balor. Okay, here we go. Judgment Day versus uh, Matt Riddle versus Rey Mysterio. So before this, they had a segment backstage with uh, Mysterio and Riddle. And uh, Riddle basically saying how he turned down the Judgment Day's offer to join them. And uh, he had Rey's back. Um, typical Judgment Day match, a lot of interferences with Seth Rollins yeah. and everything else. So everyone stayed strong in this match. There was that one scene where where uh, Dominic just kind of went down on his knees and extended his arms in the Jesus pose, and uh, <laughs> and basically, you know, told Ray to hit him with the chair, and Ray just kind of, you know. I like the build on this story, bro. I really do. I think it's when yeah, you it's get a good, right got a good thing going on here. I guess we're building up for Mania for Ray and Dom. I guess the Mania right. Royal Rumble. Well, I don't know. I think Mania would be better. This has to go to Mania. Uh, something has to give where I think um, Ray will be cost something at the Rumble. Maybe he's like the one of the last three guys. Could be. And Ray costs him. The opportunity, the last opportunity he may probably have at a world title or something. And something um, like that. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to know. see how they book it. So far, it's been pretty good. It has to be because right now Ray has refused to do anything outside of trying to talk to his son. Yeah. You know, and I think something has to give with Rhea Ripley. Either well, something has to give. Someone has to come in and combat her. Who who does who do the Mysterios have that could come in and combat her? Because she seems to be the one controlling Dom. She does so far, yeah. Right? She's the one whispering in the ear. She's the catalyst to it all. Not not not, you know, Finn or or Damian Priest. It, it's it's one of those two that seem to I guess Ray's gonna have to recruit a female to take on Rhea, I guess. I don't know, man. I'm almost thinking his daughter. Does she come in? I mean, Aaliyah had... How old a, she? I've never seen his daughter. No, she's pretty... I mean... she a wrestler? I mean, she probably could be. She She's worked enough shows during the um, pandemic era. Or the oh, battle, okay. you know, during that time. The Mysterio family had a pretty big role in all of everything. Okay, yeah. It could be the daughter, maybe. Yeah, playing you know, the like, family. That'd be a good 
that i mean I, cool. I, I don't think his mom could do much but then again who knows man maybe she can work i, I something's got to happen because i mean ray's not going to hit a woman dom you know none, no one you can't hit the women per se i think the last person to hit a woman was randy orton when he hit the rko and stacy keebler i thought you were going to say stone cold steve austin there no the last one i can remember would have been him okay when he hit the rko and stacy keebler um I don't think any guys have beat up women in a long time in wrestling. Not since Stone Cold. No, man. I think those days are gone. You're uh, so. so, so, lucky yeah, didn't get arrested for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking shoot. I'm talking yeah, I'm talking work. Yeah. I'm talking work. I'm talking oh, work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? If we were to talk shoot, I'm sure half those guys have hit a woman somewhere down the road. Only a handful it. have gotten caught by it, right? Jacked up on roids and, and drugs. That's yeah, it. That's off. it. So, Extreme Rules. Here's the card so far. When is uh, Extreme Rules, actually? It's a few weeks? Uh, it's in October. I think it's October 8th. I'll I don't know if it. you want to check that really quick. I'll check it right now. Yeah, but October 8th, I think that's when that show is going to be happening. And, uh, you know, we're kind of building up to that. So right now, the Extreme Rules, I believe you have Bailey versus uh, Bianca for her title, uh, for Bianca's women's title. And then you have Seth Rollins against um, Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle in a pit pit fight. So I guess an MMA type of fight. Okay. I heard that Ken Shamrock, Kent Shamrock, wants to come and be the guest referee for this. That'd be cool. I like that. Yeah. Hey, Ken was a good worker when he's in WWE. Man. No, he was, he was. He was fun. I mean, I, I I've seen him live a couple of times with WWE as well. Um, at the Calgary Stampede pay-per-view. He was one oh, of the cool. guys going against the Heart Foundation. Uh, I think it was the Road Warriors, him, Gold Dust, and I can't remember, and Stone Cold. Those are some guys you don't want to mess with. Hey, Ken Shamrock and the Road Warriors? Holy no God. doubt. But here's my question. Why hasn't he been on WWE TV since 99? I don't know. Did he piss them off? Did he something? He must have done something because he's never got the nod for the Hall of Fame. He's never gotten the nod for anything, right? And if you got guys like Snoop Dogg and all these guys in there, Ken Chamrock should be in there. That's how you're doing it. Well, I mean, he competed, though. He was legit intercontinental I mean. champion. He he fought The Rock. He fought everyone. He was good, man. No, he was decent, man. I mean, him and Steve Blackman had that great feud, if you want to call it that. I thought it was funny. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, he wants to apparently come back and uh, you know, kind of hit this up. So you are right; it is October eighth. Yeah, it's October eighth, eh? And yeah, before so... we wind up this wrestling show, we got to talk about uh, SmackDown there quickly. What do you think about uh, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns at uh, Crown Jewel there? Makes sense. I mean, the Sheiks want celebrities, and they and they want people who are media mainstreams, and he fits all the bills. That's why it's happening in Abu Dhabi. In Saudi Arabia, that's the main reason. It's a filler match. I mean, obviously, he's not going to win. No, I, but it's going to be fun to see it. It'd be a fun no, little program. I think it'd be fun. My only concern with him is that the guys that he's worked with can control the ring better. You know, I don't know how Roman's going to make him look. It'd be fun to see. I, I, I think it's a brilliant move by the Saudis to say that. Hey, we want the they want the they want the Goldbergs and Lazarus. They want the big guys, like you said, larger than life. Well, they're spending all the money, right? I mean, at the yep. end of the day, the amount of money that these guys are putting out for this show, and we're not talking about billionaires. We're talking about trillionaires, man. These mm -hmm. Saudi sheiks, all of them, they're trillionaires. 
Yep. Yeah, he has an eight-year contract, so they're going to keep coming back there for the next few years here. So Yeah, so, I mean, they got two down. This is the third year, so they got five more appearances. But yep. the way Saudi's going right now, I mean, God knows what's going to happen in the next five years. I mean, the shit that's gone down in the last two years alone, you know, none of it anyone ever imagined. No, nobody. Right? I mean, with the pandemic and everything else, that's just gone on and on and on and on. I mean, I think everything started with those fires in Australia. You know, that January, from there. That, that January of 2020, I swear that if, if there was ever the apocalypse, those views and those images would have been it. I mean, how many animals died? No, Millions, crazy times, dude. Right? From that day forth, forward, everything started to go shit sideways. Yep. Right? I mean, first thing, you, you know, when, when the I remember when the pandemic first hit, you know, we were kind of just looking at this map and it was only in China. Two weeks to flatten the curve, buddy. We're two, two, two years into or two years into it now. I've seen enough jokes and memes where a guy wakes up from, you know, uh, from, from a coma or something, and it's been 50 years or something. And the first thing he asks, like, the pandemic, almost over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sad part is some politicians will never want to let it go. You cling on to power with it. Well. And control. You know, that, that's it for another day, brother, man. But yeah, I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you. I think a lot of, you know, unfortunately, a lot of negative has come out of the pandemic and a lot of people have made money off of people's backs where they shouldn't oh, be yeah. able to. And um, I think we're just living in a society of fear again. And that really Pretty sucks. Much. That really but when really you're in fear, you, can, you, you get controlled more, right? You do, my friend. You do get controlled more. But hey, listen, we're going to wrap it up here. I have to take Little Miss Miss out for gymnastics. Gymnastics starts today, everyone. So nice. we're going to get that started up. Yeah, I know. She's excited. This is the one. Speaking activity. of gymnastics, my brother did it for 20, 21 years, every day after school, from kindergarten till he was 24, three to seven, five days a week. He went to Australia. He went to Japan, Commonwealth Games, you name it. He did it all. Fantastic. How tall is your brother? I'm telling you right now, gymnasts are strong. Their, their wrists, their core strength. Oh, they strength. have to be strong. Absolutely. How, how tall is he? 5'9". Five, 5'9". Five, nine. Five, nine. Okay, that's pretty decent because I know He's about that... 150, 160, but he's shredded yeah. like hell. But, but when, when, when kids start gymnastics or early and everything, that's the one thing I, I don't know if this is, you know, myth or fact, but they seem to not grow. It's true. I, think... I, don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's because they're more naturally fit to that and they just stay that way. Or just but, because their bones and everything, because they're their balance and everything. I don't know. But this is the one activity she's really gotten into. She's really enjoying it. So, you know, I, I want to. It's a good harness. sport. It's, it's hard as hell, man. On the palm of horse and those rings. Like, wow, the core strength is insane. To be honest, man, at this point, I just want her to build her confidence. It and, builds lots of confidence. Yeah. And this is great that she's wanting to continue with it. So we're going to keep it going. So on that note, Mr. Michaels, I bid you adieu. Uh, my name is Bobby Sampson. I'm joined with my man, Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe, and share the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And to all our new subscribers, thank you. This has been a short episode. I promise we will give you more and more content as we go along. Uh, coming up, we have our boxing show. We'll pre review Triple G and Canelo. We'll also yeah. look forward to the Connor Ben fight coming up here. Shakur Stevens is fighting this Saturday, eh? Shakur Stevens fighting this Saturday, this Friday. It was a Friday? Okay, Friday. Yeah, I think Saturday. so, yeah, in New York, New Jersey. So we'll talk about that a little bit. And so, so much, much more. Guys, thank you for everything. Thank you for all the support and kindness. 
leave a comment, let us know what you want to talk about. But before I leave, I want to promote one thing, my friend. All-Star Wrestling is coming back. We finally have a date. It's going to be on Saturday, October 15th, 2022 at the Maritime Labor Center in Vancouver. Bell time is at 7.30. Tickets are available at uh, online at vtix, vtixonline.com. So make sure you guys get your tickets. We'll this be is, there for that one, yeah. This is going to be... Um, Sorry there. This is going to be a really, really good show, McChance. Yeah. Um, I got some, I got some ideas that this is going to blow a lot of people's minds. It's going to be full of surprises. So you heard it here first. You guys got to be there. That we night. will be there also. We will definitely be there. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll share more details as we get closer to the show. To bring your kids. It's good family entertainment. Absolutely also. great, great family fun. So all that being said and done, everyone, thank you and have a great night. In the meantime, and in between time, I'm Bobby Sampson. He's Chance Michaels. We're Samp and Chance. Have a great night, everybody. Talk to you soon.